Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Formula One podcast, straight to the apex. We've got everyone here, we're talking Formula One podcast, Formula One races, Formula One race reviews, race previews, all of the stuff that you need to know about what's going on in the Formula One world right now, and it's all here in one podcast. Before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe and comment, drop in a review you want to drop, and if you have a Formula One fan in your life, send this podcast their way. They might even thank you for it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is CookieCast, straight to the apex. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, hello, hello, hard. Any other language I can think of, I don't know. This is episode 23 of Straight to the Apex. Back in the driving seat, I'm the host this week with James Stainforth. On the pit walls, we've got the almost as attractive as me with a bit of a kind of skunk look in the beard. Mark Wilkin and oh yeah and, and then there's Tony. Say hi, Tony. Hello. You haven't even got our mug. You're not on brand. Invested in some power beats and um, I'm using them to full advantage. Whoa. Can you hear me? Hang on. Who? What do you mean, who? No, no. What? What are they? Power Beats Pro. All right, beats. Yeah. And I, I don't. I you just hesitant because you're confused, or hesitant because you got a shit internet signal. I'm just. I'm hesitant because you're quizzing me on my Power Beats Pro. I'm. I'm. I'm just saying you're listening on a device that I believe was funded heavily by Dr. Dre. Yes. And Where is this going? You're, well, you're meant to be like a hardcore Kanye West fan, you know. You you, you wear his ridiculous shoes, which are just Crocs. Um, walk around dressed like him and all this kind of stuff, and then you listen to Doctor Dre. Yeah. Never cross the streams. Unfucking believable. Is, is it because you found out that it's starting to lose a lot of money and all this kind of stuff? Like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. So you, 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 no. you jump from West to like aftermath records. Has Kanye actually not. got any fans? Has he got any fans? He can't still be a fan. Don't go there. Don't go there. No, uh, no. Don't go there. No. Don't go there. Don't go there. Should we save that for the Kanye West episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a special Kanye West podcast. Um, and, and that was it. Good night, folks. Yep, yep. He, he's overrated than shit. Good night. See you later next week. <laughs> He's a dick. Welcome to Horner's Corner. <laughs> We're getting him angry already, James. Look at his face. George Russell. George Russell. Lando Norris is the next world champion. <laughs> anyway. I, I, George, George Russell can rap better than Kanye West. Right. I'll, I'll finish. Any, I'll talk- any driver apart from Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen. I'll top you all 
and I'll say this. I'll start the podcast with this message from Turner. Fuck the Mexican GP fans. Fuck you. For booing Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton. How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? We'll we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, And any... Of our Mexican listeners, I, on behalf of Tony, would like to apologise. I would. Um, yeah. I don't know any Mexican, but... Sorry? Sorry for Tony sweeping you all under that same brush. Um, He's a dick. If, if you booed Lewis Hamilton, you're an asshole. A lot of people because... boo Lewis Hamilton. You, you <laughs> boo George I'm Russell. I'm sorry. Seven-time world champion, a legend in the game. You can't boo him. You can't boo him. Can't boo him. What's he done? What's he, what's he done for you to boo? I hope you're not thinking of going Give to me a reason. anytime soon, Tony, because you are getting shot. Give me a yeah. reason. I know Is why. This, this your go. shitty, shitty driver came third. And I'll tell you right now, he'll never win one. He'll never win one right. world championship. No, you know what? If we're He'll on this never now, win one. no, no. If we're, if we're going to go through this now, let's let's do this now. Ah, I'm um, doing this now. This, no, 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 no. Hang on. My turn to speak now. Oh yeah. Okay. Look, can you want to be? Jim's first in turning. Remember that this week. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the driving seat here, bitch. So you, this you caused this. You got me all fired up. Hang on. This shitty Mexican driver. Uh, you're referring to was one of the ones who actually turned around to his fans and said, Stop booing. Yep, there's literally video clips of Hamilton walking up to the mic, putting his earpieces in, all the booing, and Perez turns around to them all, just waving his finger. Yeah, does a full on Fernando Alonso at a lot of them. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I've got to give um, this shitty Mexican driver. Some credit there. I don't think he's shitty either. You know my thoughts on Perez. I think he's good. He's just getting hard done by because he's been given Max's car. Which is something else I'm going to bring up later on. I actually just remembered that as well. I'm actually really excited now because I think there's some conspiracies here. For all the American listeners who think there's a conspiracy about everything, 9-11, I don't know, um, walking on the moon, all that kind of stuff, I've got another one for you. And it shits on everything. Elvis is still alive. Can I just say, yes, I, I don't want to do predictions this week at all. I do. I do. I want to do predictions. I really want to do predictions. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. Right. Come on. Anyway. So, you're taking yeah. us off track. Oh, ooh, got you there. So what I'm thinking is, because let's face it, it wasn't the greatest race in the world. Even the commentators said it on the race. Mm. Just went, not the best. So, I think we do quality, we do the race, get all that stuff out of the way. Yep. Then we'll do some news. Uh, I'll throw in my little conspiracy. Then we'll we'll have a right good bitching session, full on instigating Horner's corner. Uh, yes. Yes. If there was like ever it. a time, it's like now. it. Like it. Do it. Yeah. Let's roll. Oh. So, 
Who has seen the race? I've I'm not going to say put your hands up because, you know, for the benefit of people, this wouldn't, no. I, um, I was watching American football in London and staying in Milton Keynes for the weekend, half a mile from Red Bull's headquarters. They may not may not been vandalised while the team was out in Mexico. That'll That's be no reason, man. That's no um, reason. We're on a, we're an F1 podcast and you're uh, watching NFL. You might as well be on a NFL podcast. I was um, last night. Sorry. Oh, oh. The guy who fucked off to fucking Barbados or wherever it was. Uh, and was and never watches a race all season <laughs> and he's got cocky tonight. Um, I've watched qualifying and... <laughs> I haven't. I'm going to watch the race. I haven't watched it yet because I've heard a lot of reports that it wasn't one of the best. Tony, I, I, I'll just for you now. Hmm? Just before you press play to watch the race back, paint a wall. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just paint a wall next to the TV and um, see what you find yourself watching more. Well, I mean, I haven't watched the race, and I've probably got more notes than Tony about the race. The <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> to be fair, yeah. yeah. I've got great start. God Oh wow! <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I, I think I was sat watching the race, and I think it got about ten, maybe eleven laps in, and then I'm sat there, I'm like, I haven't made any notes. Ah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, I, I've, I've got nothing to fucking write. I've I think got I seven. Playing knots and crosses with myself on there. <laughs> I've got seven <laughs> points for the race. Um, two of which I actually watched the crashes just so I knew what I was talking about. So I've got some points. Tony, how many have you got for the race? I've got one. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> James, carry on. <laughs> I've got one. All in. What was it? All the in one here. you mentioned a minute ago, which went good start. No. Was that, was that no, it? That's all I've got. Tony yeah. says, Beth mentioned this. <laughs> that's all it says. Beth mentioned this, and then he stopped listening. <laughs> so, like, his pen goes off. Race Good start. Shame about the other 70 laps that followed. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't know um, there were 70 other laps. He probably fell asleep after five. <laughs> it was 70. 71. No, no, in all honesty, it, it, no, it, it wasn't bad. Latifi stayed on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoiler alert, I didn't know that. Yeah, you see, man. But Alonso didn't. I know about that. <laughs> that, that. That might be one of my notes. Cheers for that. Was that your only one? I think my first note that I made on the race was lap 24. Like, not <laughs> me. And I wrote that in excitement, thinking, oh, I've got something I can talk about. I've got something I can talk about. I, well, I can't, um, I can't wait to watch the race then. But no, qualifying was all right. Um, again, I'm not going to lie, even though I just kind of gave you to a bit of a lecture there. Uh, I don't remember much about qualifying because I was at a friend of mine's Halloween party um, who was very, very generous in handing me gin. Uh, I did get home in time to watch said qualifying. All right. And fell asleep with a gin in my hand at the start of Q3. To which I then got some funny looks from the wife going, well, you haven't got many notes for your podcast, have you? But like did I said you, last week, Tony, just always agree. Did you wake up thinking, 
Lewis or George was on Pearl because you thought, oh, those top Q1 and Q2, they're going to be on Pearl yet. Oh, no, they're not. That did. You know what? In all honesty, they did well. I ain't going to take it from them. I mean, to actually come out of that second and third on the grid, that's pretty mm. good going. Why do you think that was? Because the updates didn't work in the last race. Why do you think they were saying it's all about the altitude and everything? Let's be honest, Mike never do well at Mexico. Really. No. They always struggle with the engine cooling, um, obviously the power. Well, they haven't got power this year. So is that why they did well, do you think? Possibly. Did they gamble and other teams didn't? Well, yeah, yeah, they might have took a gamble. They might have you know, set the car up right, got it in the window. But yeah, Q1 and Q2, like you said, they looked, they looked very good. Well, in, in, in the middle of um, said lecture from the beloved wife, um, Charlie, in case you do listen to this one podcast, which you haven't listened to the other ones, you know, let me just say that. Um, that wasn't sarcasm. Honestly. Wasn't so no comment. No um, comment. She did actually go out there to tell me that Russell did actually have a, a lap time um, taken off, didn't he, as well in Q3? So there, there's, yeah. there's, I can't remember what the lap time is or if they even said what it is, but there's some contention saying, you know, he possibly could have got Paul. We don't know, but not bad for Mercedes. I, 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 I think they're just fine tuning the cars now. Um, because I, I think really they just want to get Lewis's win. Just going by what they said at the end of the race to him, just said, oh, we're close this week, you know, we've still got two races. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think if Woody's in front, I mean, George Russell's in front in one of the last two races and Lewis is behind, Ooh. do you think he'll move over? That is a very, very good question. Well, I'm just... That's a very good question. I, don't, I actually don't know. For the points wise, because you better do all fucking hunting down. There isn't many points. <laughs> there isn't many points between him and Russell anymore. I think there's only something like sixteen off the top of my head. I'll, I'll check in a bit. You know, so Lewis could, you know, could outscore him towards the at, at the end, which would be a, a blow for Russell because. He's he's never been outscored by a teammate. Um, I mean, if it makes him feel better, if he does get outscored, at least he can turn around and say, "Yeah, but it was it was Lewis Hamilton, and it was only in the last minute." But I, I don't know. Let's there's two you know there's two more races. One of them's Brazil, which is another one Hamilton really likes, and the crowd there love him. And what what is it? Um, Nigel Mansell said about Silverstone. It's a it's a two second track or whatever he called it. Because as soon as you're at, you know, your home track or you've got the fans behind you, that just gives you like 20% more boost. So, yeah, could be interesting. He's an honorary yeah. Brazilian now, isn't he? You know, he is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Team orders. I don't know. That's an interesting mm. one. Mm. Yeah. I but no. Um, I think they will. Maybe that's my heart talking, though, not my head. I think they will. Have you got any more on qualifying or...? Uh, obviously, you've just said about Russell having his lap deleted. Um, Lewis had his first run in Q3 deleted for track limits. Mm. Um, Ferrari was half a second off pole. Half a second. 
and that was signed, and Leclerc was seventh. Like, you know, that, that was a bit shit. And the other thing I found funny was, which you probably won't remember because you was under the influence, James, was um, Schumacher absolutely cutting the corner, basically cheating. He, he didn't even try and make the corner. He literally just went straight across the chicane and the delete. Oh, no. I think I remember saw that. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I was just laughing because I thought, you had no intention of making that corner, mate. You just thought, shall I try it? Yeah, all right then. You know what? This is a really good episode, this so far. I know we kind of touched on it before we pressed record and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm just going to put this out there. F1 podcast. We're meant to say, hey, F1's fucking great. F1's this so far. Blah, 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 blah. So far, I've turned around and said, I was too pissed to remember the qualifying. I haven't watched it back. And at the same, and also made the comment of, I tell you what, paint a wall and watch that dry while you're watching the race back and see if that's any better. And I chose American Formula One. Hmm. Interesting. But yeah, <laughs> there's the one really, like you say, Colin was a bit. It was just a bit standard, wasn't it? You know, I was going to say, yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. It was what Tony would call a standard qualifying. You know, it was, it was prestigious and and prestigious. all his big words. Yeah, Max Verstappen nails it again, and class. Again, you can't. He was well off. Can't deny it. I'm not going to pull him. Simply one and two. I've got, I've got class. He nailed I'm, it. Uh, yeah, he nailed it. It, it was well, brilliant well. that entire bloody weekend was Max. But yeah, uh, at, at the end of Q3, so standings that went into the race then was obviously um, I nearly called him Maxi Boy then, and a little bit of Vomit <laughs> King, but, but um, yeah, Max Max took pole, uh, followed by Russell. Hamilton in third, um, Perez in fourth, Sainz fifth, Bottas sixth, Leclerc seventh, Norris eighth, Alonso ninth, and in tenth was Ocon. Are you all right, Tom? What was funny about James reading the list now? <laughs> what, that I nearly called him Maxi Boy? <laughs> Where did that come from? I, 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 I don't know. I used to call him it a couple of years ago until I started thinking... You're a dick. <laughs> um, and the names that I generally call him, I can't use on this podcast. <laughs> Maxi Boy, Woody, who else? We'll, we'll just carry on. We'll carry on. Good point. Yeah, the, the only ones we actually call by the name is like Latifi and Stroll. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, we do call them other names, like Useless and Nobbed, but, you know, we yeah. do actually call them Stroll and Latifi, so... Names we can't share on the podcast. No, definitely not. No. So, yeah. No. That's all no, I've got What was that, buddy? That's all I've got from Quali, really. You see, yeah, that was... Oh, we've already said that. It was, it was pretty standard. Nothing, nothing major happened or anything else like that. It was just... Meh. Hmm. But we're moving on to the race now anyway. Okay. So the first point I'm going to bring up is Ferrari. So obviously, you mentioned it a minute ago, didn't you? It said, you know, Ferrari was only like, was it a tenth of a second or something behind? They, they was really close in quality. No, it was half so, a second off. Oh, half a second off. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, what's going on there? 
because on the on the race day itself, I know you haven't seen it, Mark, and stuff like that, so apologies, but on race day, they was really off. Really oh, off. They blamed the altitude and basically what um, Mercedes have blamed the last few years that they've been racing at um, Mexico. They said their engine just did not work because it wasn't getting the air in. Pretty much. I think that's simple as that. They just weren't working. Uh, the car is so unreliable um, that when you take that car to 2,000 feet, the only way to get around the track for 71 laps was to literally stay in second gear. I think they've turned their engine down. I think you've made an absolute... <laughs> I think you've made a really good point there. I think the reason they had all the breakdowns is because they were at the limit and they've, because of the engine freeze, you can't develop it unless it is reliability. But I honestly think they've turned their engine down the last three or four races. End of the season. It's very close. Mm. Maybe they're literally just now shifting to other races. And that is the second point in my entire one page of notes on said race. Second point I've put on there is have Ferrari dialed down. There was so it was it was ridiculous. They can't it win really... championship, can they? They're out of both championships. They're clinging on to second. I, I, yeah, I think they've dialed it down and given up. Thinking mm. they've got second in the constructors, which I haven't got the constructors written down, but I think they're closing in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not far off. Um, we, we've said it a few times, haven't we? There's still a bit of a tussle for second, and you know the way it's, the way things are going, just down to Mercedes' reliability, they could quite easily take second place. Mm, you know, yeah. there's only so many more letters in the alphabet that Ferrari can put into a plan now, so... Well, in the race, Leclerc said, is it plan C, E? And they were just like, nah, pretty much... They're pretty much translated to, nah, just carry on. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying... Because he, he said, would plan C work? And I... The tyres, they wanted to change the tyres. And the, and they were kind I of just like, no, just, he, just, car- he, just carry on, it's not going to work. Yeah, it was. I think it was the traffic they mentioned or something like that, wasn't it? So yeah. they weren't going to be worth it. I mean, no, you, that's you two will probably tell me, obviously, because I haven't watched it yet. But from what I read, Russell was unhappy with Merck's strategy and he was asking to ditch the hard tyres. They pitted for softs about three laps from the end and got fastest lap. Lewis complained about the strategy, saying that why... Red Bull started on the med- um Red Bull went soft medium and Hamilton went medium hard, as as did George. I mean, did they mess up the strategy, Mercedes? Did Red Bull just get it right? Yes. It is a straight answer to your conversation. It's a straight answer to your question. Um afterwards, Lewis said they agreed on that strategy, and then when the covers came off, they were like, shit. Um they continued with that strategy and it was kind of all downhill from there. Um, yeah. Toto my... there as well, didn't he? On the, on the radio at the end, Toto even came on and said, like, you know, it was, it won't, it won't the right tyres. Yeah. I mean, when you're abandoning it, when you're just like, basically just slashing the last laps, trying to pit, then trying to get the fastest lap, you know you're on to a loser, are you? 
but I, I, I was getting a little bit annoyed with Russell though. What man? Yeah, he, he, uh, he just went on too fucking much. If you ask me, but but Lewis but is yeah, doing it as well. Most, I, I think the started. I think the start of the strategy was good. I think it was brilliant. Obviously, there was a lot, a lot of things that happened. Sounds weird saying a lot of things that happened when nothing really happened. Um, because Pirelli had turned around and said that the mediums, you know, could last 51 laps. Um, and obviously they was on mediums. And I think Lewis had fresh mediums as well off the top of my head. So they it, it they wouldn't have done 51 laps, but they, they probably could have gone to about 40 odd. Um and, and then look to go on softs and stuff like that. So it, it didn't look too bad. Um, they were bargaining Max on softs. Max started off on softs, and I think, right, so yeah, Max came in on lap 25, because on lap 24, Sergio Perez came in, and it was a, it was a, a shit pit. Uh, it was five seconds, left rear out, um, came out behind Leclerc. And then Max came in on lap 25. Now, Max was on softs. And about two or three laps further in, um, you heard it on the radio. I, I think it was Horner went to him and said, you know, we've, we've looked at the tyre deck. Um, it, it was fine. There was nothing really wrong with the tyre. So the softs probably would have lasted a bit longer. But Mercedes didn't come in at that point. So why? And I, I still don't quite understand it because Mercedes then came in on lap 29. Uh, with Hamilton, and at first it, I thought he'd gone. I thought he'd gone medium to medium, so I thought right, he's doing a two stop. Um, and then it turned out he was on hard. So I'm like, it seems a bit early, really, but to change in your mediums. But the soft is the quicker tire. As soon as they took the covers off, I think they were on the back foot, and their only hope was to follow that through. Hope that the medium degraded, and their their strategy had then pulled them back into the race and hopefully overtake them. However, like you just saying there, the medium has just held on better than what Pirelli said. And the, and that's why it went to, it was just such a boring race because it just, the, like the longer it went on the, and nothing happened, because I think Mercedes were ha- hanging out for like a VSC or something like that or a safety car. The longer it went on, the Max just rode into the distance. But and then, that, that's that's the point. You can't always just rely on the the VSC or an actual safety yeah, car. It's exactly. Not always, not but they're not not obviously not watching the race yet. Um, like you said, they're coming for softs on twenty five. You would think mediums would last a lot longer than that. What five laps was it? Did you say? So pretty much. Yeah. Then, then the pit stop. The the strategy would have come back to them. Did they pit too early? Given that there was on a a harder wearing compound, like you said, mm. or did the mediums give up? Was it a case of actually no that long? The, the I think the hands was forced a little bit. Yes, um, agree, agree. Ferrari came in, right? Um, I think Ferrari came in early, and because of that, it was then a case of if we don't come in now, when we do come in, you're going to come out behind them and pretty far down in the. So it was that kind of look. You know, cards have been dealt. Now we've we've got to we've got to kind of go with it. Um, the hards, yeah. the hards would only give them an advantage for like the last ten laps of the race. So they had to do it when they did it, 
or it was all going to kind of go to pot because there was, yeah. again, Ferrari. Well, no, sorry, Red Bull and Ferrari were going to kind of just run away with it. Right. Well, they proved it though, didn't they? Um, Max proved it, and you you already said you know Red, Red Bull went out there and they, and they did it, and and they did. I mean, Christ, lap twenty five, Max made his pit, went on to onto the mediums and he stayed out. He, did, then, I read a really good statistic. Uh, he did 50 consecutive laps. Okay, they had the BSC for two of them. 122 every single lap. Even the last lap when he was nine seconds in front. 122, 122, 122, 122. That's class. That's to keep that pace and concentration yeah. up for well, that long. It's um, giving him the most wins in a single F1 season, hasn't it now? 14. Mm. Beat still two. When who, he breached the salary cap. Who who's he, who does he that? beat? Can you can you give me the names, Tony? And one of them is not Senna. Vettel is one of them. You're on the spot. You are. Vettel. Yep. Hamilton. Nope. Schumacher. Yep. Well done. There's You'll be one, reading your book. You'll be reading your book. No, just them two. Oh, you got rammed down your throat every second of Sky Sports. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I've got two notes about the crashes. So, the Gasly and Stroll crash, or, or sorry, the Gra- Gasly and Stroll incident where Gasly got a penalty for. What did you guys think to that? Just... Mm. It's just racing. It's just aggressive racing. I no. think Gas- Gas- Gasly, how many penalties has he got this season? A lot. A lot. Mm. Like, come on. Somebody needs to reel him in. Like, we, you just said it was racing. You just said it was racing. bit. <laughs> come on. Get your man up, pal. Just racing. It was just racing. Aggressive. 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 He didn't turn the car. He literally ran him off the road, and I don't want to defend Landstroll. To me, he just ran him off the road, clearly. I don't know what you think, James. Mm, interesting. What do you just think? Really? Just, yeah. just I mean, but someone needs to rein him in. Last, yeah. last year, last year yeah. in Brazil, last year in Brazil, Max Verstappen took Hamilton out straight off the track, and they both went off the track, and nothing was done. Mm. Nothing was said. It wasn't as aggressive as that. That literally, Gasly, he, he did not turn the steering wheel at all. He just went, eh, on the inside, you're going to the outside now, boy. Like, literally, he didn't even try and turn his car. He probably used his normal excuse of, I didn't see him. Yeah. Um, that chestnut. The Sonoda Ricardo crash. This was the other point I wanted to talk about, really, from this race. Um, it's it's the only other real talking point there is, just just for what and not because of the, the crash itself, but what Ricardo did afterwards was fucking awesome. Um, I you see, I ain't seen that. All I've seen is a YouTube clip of the crash, so I've got an opinion on that, and I know Ricardo got a, a penalty for it. Um, what did he do afterwards? Fucking drove like a champ. Oh, oh I thought I thought he did some kind of like 
cool action at him. Yeah, he, he come back for the field. Oh, no. Yeah, I thought he was. It's kind changed into a transform. The bed or something, you know, like. Yeah, he stopped the car, took his helmet off, smashed Sonoda in the face with it, put his helmet back on and drove off. And overtook loads of cars. And overtook a load of cars. you... Obviously, Ricardo got a 10-second penalty. What? What's your guys' thoughts on the crash? Was it Ricardo's fault? Was it Sonoda's fault? Was it 50-50? I think it's 50-50. Go on, turn. What do you think? No, I think it is Ricardo's fault. Really? Ricardo's fault. I think it's Sonoda's. Because he's, t- he's, he's touched him and it's caused... He, he's squeezed him. Of... He, he can't disappear. Ricardo cannot disappear. I, I 100% put that blame at Sonoda. And I can't believe when I read that Ricardo had a penalty. I just can't... I, I'm gobsmacked. I, I I don't think you can pin it on one. Um, I, I think there was on both parties. Right, interesting. Probably more towards Ricardo um, than Sonoda. I mean, personally. Right, I'm not sure the penalty was right. Um, we've, we've seen worse and get get less. That's for Stafford. It just brought back nightmares yeah. of George Russell slamming into people. Yeah, ending yeah. their race and getting Absolutely. That's a really good point. He only got five seconds for that, didn't he? And he torpedoed signs. <laughs> and yep. Perez. And, and Perez. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then he threw Buzz, you know, he, he got he, he got RC and made him drive around and hit that you know revolving lamp and knocked Buzz out the window. We all saw it. Yeah, and he got five second penalty. One last so. You look at scared. You did it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I I honestly think... But what made me laugh about the crash was Sonoda obviously had to retire and I, I don't know what damage it had. But Alonso basically did a wheelie and he carried on. Yet Sonoda had a bit of a tap, went over Ricardo's yeah. wheel. And then he, had a hole. he had a hole. He had a hole in his... Side pod, didn't he? Yeah. Side yeah. pod. Right. Yeah. Well, this, this is what made me laugh, because obviously he, he kind of limps around, gets into the pit box, um, and they're starting to change, they're, they're going to go try and change his nose. Um, and then all of a sudden, yeah. they, they just stop, and the commentator goes, oh, <laughs> it looks like they've found something terminal. You know, oh, yeah, and then they go wheeling him in. And then, yeah, you watch the replay, and he's driving around with a massive bloody hole in his, in his side pod, and it's like, you, oh. you'd, you'd think... Stop that sooner than halfway through changing the nose. It's like, you know, the nose is almost off and they go, oh, hang on, what's this big hole? Is that meant to be there? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a new cooling I mean, system on yeah. the Mexican track. Um, it's Alpha Tauri, so oh, yeah. God knows what they're Brittle. up to. Stick Brittle some duct tape. Yeah. yeah so um, just... <laughs> you want to quickly... Not, not today, not today. <laughs> you want to quickly run through the finishing order and then we'll take a break and... And, and ran really? yeah, so we'll do predictions in second half. You know, I'll I'll, I'll let you just rest a little bit, Max. I know you're a little bit we're not sore doing on predictions. We haven't got time. I've got thought. plenty of time. No, it's always predictions. I will do a separate podcast just about predictions. <laughs> I'm busy that day. 
It's all right. We'll get another guest on from Cookie Cast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, quickly touching on that, Ricardo, fucking brilliant drive. I mean, overtaking as many people as he did and then getting such a gap that he didn't lose any position with this penalty. Fucking legend. Uh, and yeah, it'll be a shame not to see you there next year, Dan, but you know, maybe the year after. So, fastest lap of the race went to Russell. The overall outcome of the race was Verstappen finishing on the on the win again. Uh, Hamilton in second, Perez third, Russell fourth, Sainz fifth, Leclerc sixth, Ricardo seventh, Goat, uh, Ocon in eighth, Norris ninth, Bottas tenth, and then a load of other drivers. Uh, and Latifi as well. Latifi did not oh, DNF. Yes, yeah. well done, man. Got a DN DNF. It did not DNF. I mean, he's learned how to drive the car and he's only got two races left in his career. I mean, that's pretty good, isn't it? Well, he's, he's like, he was bored of driving. That's why he just went to like crashing it every week. And now he's like, oh, you know what? You know, just before I go, I'll just let everyone see what, you know, just remind people what I can do, which is still absolutely fuck all. Yeah. Real racing. Yeah. If you're on a push bike with stabilizers, <laughs> but yeah, let's uh, should we take a break there, folks? Yeah, let's take a break there then. So, yeah, right, we'll speak to you shortly again, then, guys. Bye bye. Hey, you, yeah, you that's listening right now, thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. Maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. (laughs) 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 And we are straight back into it with Tony not being ready in any way, shape or form. Straight into the second part of episode 23 of Straight to the Index. 23, yeah. 23. Yay! Oh, I was trying to go, oosh, oosh, oosh. It's like a really bad Keith Lemon order from Wish. Um, There's the thumbnail. There's the thumbnail. Yeah, if 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 you guys were listening <laughs> to this, skipped the first half and came into the second half because you didn't want to listen to the race as much as we didn't want to watch it. Yep, we're still here. We're still going on. And we are still brought to you by Cookie Cast. So massive thanks to Andy and the crew as always. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Thank you, Andy. Your shows are phenomenal. Yeah, because, you know, someone's spreading the wings and going on other shows. Cheating on us a bit. Tell us anything about it. Get everywhere. Um, I mean, you know, just doing all that and then stabbing us in the back, you know, and looking us square in the eyes and telling us you did it. And the fact that I made us rearrange ours so that it could be (laughs) on another, I mean, big move. Dick, you weren't even honest. Not even honest. No, you could have just said it. 
Well, I wanted to keep it a surprise. I thought you were doing something really, really serious, like, but you were just cheating on us. Yeah. What other things are you doing there that, uh, uh, that we need to know? Don't think you're ready. <laughs> I, I don't think you're ready for that type of news. I've, I've already broke your heart once this podcast. I don't, I don't think I can do it again. Yeah, well, he knows what to say, doesn't he? Yeah, but how many times he said that to women? Yeah, Mark was on another podcast last night. That's part of the Cookie Cast um, platform for the NFL. So the Cookie you know, Cast family, Cookie Cast family. family. Oh, I think that's better family. than family. Yeah, Cookie Cast oh, family. What? Um, the family, the family, yeah, like it. But yeah, Mark was on there last night doing the genuine uh, um, with the the NFL guys. Obviously, Mark was down in Wembley, um, which is why he wasn't watching the race. Which, let's face it, he's one of the lucky ones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, spent spent the weekend down there. Watched watched uh, another game of the NFL, uh, and then came back on Tuesday to talk about it with some of the other lads. So. Yeah, if you get the opportunity, give that one a listen to as well. What's but, your um, team, Mark? Uh, San Francisco 49ers. Oh, where in the why? app most weeks? Yeah, no. Why did, you, why did you pick them? It was the age-old thing of when you were at school, you picked teams to support, like, basketball was Chicago Bulls because of Michael Jordan. 49ers was because, I'll be brutally honest, the war red and white like Rovers. So, I'm, I'm, sorry, bro. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's one of the reasons I started supporting the Cardinals. It's a similar kind of thought. You know what? They're a bit of an underdog as well. They're similar to Rovers. I like the kit. I really like the kit. A lot of it was the kit. I looked at the other. I like that's a shit kit. That's a shit kit. Oh, that one's nice. And you like, <laughs> like Robin Cardinal. I, 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 yeah. I, I think, yeah. Obviously, you support a divisional rival, so I mean, I hate you. Um, Tony, you, you haven't really got a preference, have you, with NFL? I know we're going off topic here, but you can't oh, really get into it, can you? No, I think the last time I pledged allegiance to a team was the, the Browns. But, um, Is that because no. you shit yourself? Maybe. Oh, yeah. We had spoke about yeah, that in a long time. <laughs> At one point, that Here was a serious topic that came up every week in this podcast. It was early, early, early days. Early days. It was the early days. I mean, Tony was still so nervous he had no control of his bowels. I, I mean, you say that you don't really follow like NFL. I mean, you don't really follow Formula One. So, I mean, it's a bit of a pattern in your life, really. I mean, who um, watch the race? Yeah, but I will watch. Oh, the race. Oh, <laughs> I, I will watch the race. You, you like probably that? watched half of it on Sunday. Don't matter if you watch it. I will watch the race. Mark, we both said, "Don't." I know. I want to. I'm a glutton for punishment. I need to watch it because you know. All right. Well, do do me this favor then. Don't worry about painting the wall. But watch the remake of Ghostbusters. Okay. With pretty much all the cash from bridesmaids, because at least then the race will be good. Okay. Um, 
I'm, can, I, I'm going to throw something at you, which you might talk about, but what's this controversy with our friend Ted Kravitz and Red Bull? Ooh, I only just thought of this one as well. I'd complete them. So, yeah, uh, everyone from Red Bull has turned around now and gone, oh, well, we're not going to talk to anybody from Sky anymore because Ted Kravitz said something really mean. What did he say? That Max Verstappen is a... <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, he didn't. He didn't. And I did not drop the bomb. I stopped no, on the... Did, yeah, you did, you did stop on that. I'm a good boy. No, um... Post-race. had made a comment that um, Max had stolen the championship from Lewis Hamilton in 2021. I said, spell the truth. Post-race in the you know Ted's Ted's notebook post race of Houston he was walking around and he was talking as he does and he said he he touched he he touched on last season and he said Lewis got robbed and, and that's he why said, to him. and he said other things which then prompted people to be like ooh that was a bit but then Max, in his interview, said it wasn't just this weekend; it was the whole season. I, I was, I was about to say. Uh, Tony sent us a video. Was it on TikTok? I can't remember now. You, you sent me a video anyway. It was, it was, it was yeah. Max, I sent you a TikTok with it and in the interview, <clears throat> saying it. Yeah, and he, he made his points, and I was, I listened to him, and I went, "No, you know what, mate." Good for you. Yeah. He, he, he didn't turn around and say, yeah, it's because of that. And I think Ted Kravitz is this, that and the other. You know, big shout out to Ted, as always. Um, Love you, Ted. Love you, Ted. He, he, actually made, he actually went out there and he, he, he made a really good point. He said, in this day and age, social media is evil. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of bad comments that gets out there. There's a lot of negativity and I'm done with it. And it's, it's very similar to what you know a lot of other drivers have said. Hamilton's been saying in the past. Tony, you touched on it earlier with the booze at Hamilton and stuff like that. And 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 yeah, Max is Max has made a move. And I don't know. First of if, all, if the reason then I'm all for it. Um, if it's just because of the Ted Kravitz, then it's a little bit. Come on. Ted's, Ted's comments, Ted's comments, when I watched it, I was a bit like, wow, ooh, that's a bit close to the bone. This, it's, the- it's, 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 it's a me, they are a media outlet and they have to be impartial. No, don't. No. We're a media outlet. You have your own opinions. Okay. You're not the, the BBC, size- you're not controlled. But the size of them, they need to be impartial, don't they? Really? I mean, it's just us three talking a lot, a lot of crap. And we we can't, we're, we're, I'm not going to be impartial because we have five viewers, one of them being my wife. So if, I'm going to say yeah. how I feel. It boils down to the, what you said there, James, free speech and social media. And that's a massive, massive topic. My, to end my point, I agree with you, James. 
good on Max. If he feels that way and they want to do that, you do that. That's fine. Keep, uh, at least you've said your opinion and you've acted upon it, and I respect that. That's fine. I feel a different way. I feel, as I've already said, and I'll voice that because that's my speech and that's the way I feel about it. And I think that's I, how we should all go on. Do, do you think it's more that's Max's reason for not doing it? Because that's not the first thing that Max has ever turned around and said, I ain't doing it anymore because obviously he doesn't do Drive to Survive. He wants nothing to do with that because he doesn't like how, well, obviously how he's portrayed in there, but he's also made the comments of other drivers and, you know, a lot a lot of drivers at the end of this season's Drive to Survive actually turned around and went, what what have you done to Lando? Mm. Well, the Lando Ricardo thing, they made it like yeah. they hit each other, didn't they? Yeah, because I mean, what watching the actual season, you know, race on weekend on weekend, race on race, the banter between, granted, it wasn't the same as him and signs and stuff like that, but there was still banter that just still seems to be general general banter and everything else going on. But then on Drive to Survive, it was it just came across as. You know, Norris just didn't have a fucking shit to give about him. And well, yeah, so, basically, I mean, this year's draft survival probably focus on Lando Norris push Daniel Ricciardo out the team, won't they? You know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you, but you did again, right? It, it drafts to survive. Surely, when somebody was signing on the dotted line for that. They would have known that what it was going to turn out, and it's turned out to be a pantomime. Which it's interesting, it's great to watch, it's entertaining. But I've said it before: this is a motorsport racing motorsport. This isn't anything. This isn't nothing else. It's all about the racing. But these American owners are pushing this draft to survive. They're pushing this logic trying to commercialise the sport. And make it entertainment. Yeah. And it's, make it entertainment. But this is what this, and then again, this is my opinion, this is what they do, because that's what they do in America. And, we, and you know what? This really kindly um, compliments what we were talking about at the start of this segment. NFL. It's a business. It's just sell, sell, sell. And on the pitch, it's very competitive. Look at the other sports. Look at the basketball. Look at the baseball. And now, look at look at the Premier League. And now it's happening to F1. And that uh, that that doesn't sit right with me. It's going away from the raw racing, motorsport, engineering, to oh, pantomime. Who's at each other's throats? Who's done something wrong? What's the? I don't like that. I'd sooner concentrate on the racing. Last year was so exciting because it was about the racing. And now yeah. it's kind of turned into this, this, uh, it's a, this, oh, so-and-so's done this because he doesn't like that. And he said this, so which means this. And it goes against that person and that person's pissed off. So they've got to do that now. And I don't like that. That pisses me off. Anyway, I've gone yeah. completely off topic. No, How does anybody else feel? I think you're you're right. I think Liberty have made Formula One popular, which isn't a bad thing, but the way they've done it is bad. Mm. It's, it's, uh, it's heavily dramatized. 
size now. It really is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and you know, anyone who knows how the media works, like, you know, Tony, what you were saying there about signing on the dotted line, even when you sign that dotted line, you know for a fact, I work around data all the time and you, I know how easily stuff can get manipulated. And when you've got all the film, all the negative and everything else, and you can go, I've got 100% of Lando Norris. If I just get rid of this 90%, yeah, get this 5% yeah. from here and this 5% mm. from here, put them together, I can make him look a dick. Mm. I, 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 but that, that is what the media can do. You know, that. They, they know what the crowd want and they will feed it because that's what then funds them. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I, I fell into that. I fell into that. What an arrogant little shit is pushing out a, a legend of the game um, and is trying to be something that is not. It's not really. He's just living his life as a young man driving for fucking one of the best F1 teams, one of the most biggest F1 teams. Why do you think so much then? Why do you hate because, because where are McLaren? Where are they? Who are they? At this this season, who are they? Where are they? We spoke more about uh, Lando, Norris, Ricard, what they haven't done, than more what they have done. What, they're supposed to be this big team that's like got all this money in it. Everybody loves Lando. Everybody loves Ricardo. Where's the car on the grid? Wait. It's in the mid pack. It's fighting for the points. Are you took the breath yet? Fucking hell, mate. Uh, Are you alright? Normally, I enjoy these Tony's rants, but this one, fucking hell, I'm going to paint a wall when I listen back to this bit and just. Now James is going to decorate it. Are you? Did you get a lot of, lot of airtime? There's mm-hmm. not a lot of racing. Uh, good, good racing. Okay, this weekend, Ricardo. Yes. Why haven't we? It's tough yeah. for the third to last race for him to, in his interview, to say the car gave something back today. Yeah, but I could lean know, on the car today. Well, where's that? Where has that been? He couldn't in his interview. He couldn't put his finger on it. What? Well, think about what you just said there, Tony. If we go back to one of the early days podcasts when we was all socially awkward doing this shit, I think it was Mark. Yeah, fairly certain it was Mark. Well, I don't think it was me, and it definitely won't have been you, Tony. Um, you didn't have your F1 guidebook by the ta- at that time. <laughs> um, yeah, Mark made a comment that... Um, Ricardo had the same issue when he left Red Bull. It took him half a season or something like that to get used to the car. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that's the case now, but it's it's maybe an interesting point. If he'd have had another season, like on his contract, because he had all the next season on contract, would yeah, you might have seen a different driver. But we'll never know. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? So, what you got next, James? Uh, <laughs> So, I've got a really weird contra- controversial theory, and I think it's because the race was just so piss poor. And I was thinking about Perez and Max. 
and how the season started for Perez and Max and how the season changed for Perez and Max around the time that all of a sudden Perez was in contention for the World Championship. It went from Max's car not being all that great to Perez's car not being all that great. And that kind of went on and on and on. And we made the jokes that, you know, Max is getting a fresh engine every other week, but they're saying, oh yeah, Perez has got it and he's getting another penalty. But yeah, that race was that boring and I hadn't painted any walls at the time. So I started thinking weird shit. And for some reason, it got me onto the topic of the Titanic. And this little theory of, for insurance purposes, the White Star Line switched the Titanic and the Britannic. And it was actually the Britannic that sank. I know this is massively your time. And this entire thing. Shit, where the fuck are we going? This this has been bullshit. So I started thinking. (laughs) I like what you did there. Yeah. Just like the Titanic. You know what? Is this what's going on here? Has these little jokes I've been making every week about Max and Perez's cars actually being swapped actually a thing? We've you know, all just walked up both cars, got the, the, the numbers, and just went... And then just slapped it on the other car. There you go. Problem solved. We've said this all season, half joking, half... Wouldn't be surprised if Christian Horner did this. I've... I, I, I'm under the illusion that Max Verstappen has had a brand new engine and Perez has had used every time. I, I just want to make the point, though, as well here. Yeah? This isn't me saying this is the only way Max could win the championship. No, I no, said no, no, it. No, no. Now. Max has fully deserved <laughs> his, his championship this season. He's just driven <laughs> phenomenal. And he's shown that over the last couple of races. I mean... Last week's race where he went from fighting with Lewis Hamilton to having like a seven-second lead on him in the last few laps. And then this race as well where he finished with a nine-second gap again. The, 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 the kid's phenomenal and he's really he's really going to do well. And it probably is going to be another you know Red Bull domination for the next few years. But it just seems interesting how as soon as Perez came into contention, it all kind of turned to shit. For Perez. Tony's got his hand up for a while. I know. I was hoping he wanted to go to the toilet, so I was going to drag it out as long as I could. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. No, go I on, actually, uh, to tie into what you're all saying, three contracts, we were talking about Perez versus Max and who was number one, and we kind of was like, Max is number one. And he was driving very, very well, Perez. And then post-contract, I think he got, it was very close to that, is it Monaco win? I, again, this is my opinion, I think it was, what's the word? Reiterated? Is that the word? Max is number one and will always be number one in this team. So anything that is new, upgrades, whatever, the advantage in the race, whatever, will go into Max. That's my first point. Mm-hmm. Second point, and and you know what? What you said there, Mark, about engines and whatnot. Perez got a new engine and took a penalty in America. Well, that, that's quite late on in the season, which and it was pretty much over then. So that's quite, yeah, that's tied in with what he said. 
I've always said that Max, there's something about Max's car that is, it's a lot better than the rest. A lot I, better. I, I totally agree with James in the sense that I'm not taking or trying to take anything away from Max Verstappen. He is the best driver currently in F1. Hands down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, that team is as bent as I don't know what. They are cheating motherfucker. And I'm not saying it's a full team, but I am saying Christian Horner, you would not trust him with anything because we haven't touched on it yet. Obviously, the Red Bull penalty and the fine for breaching the, the, the cap. But in his press conference for him to come out and say, I think every team should apologise to Red Bull and me. What, why? Because you, you were over the cap. So I, re- I read today... The cap was $145 million. There was $2.2 million over with a caveat. The caveat was if a tax credit had been correctly applied, there would have been only over by $0.5 million. Only. You're still over. So why should McLaren and every other team apologise to you? You are over the limit. Whether you're $1 over or you believe $2.5 million over, you're over. You're getting penalised. So, so, yeah, why are you asking teams to apologise to you? He's an arrogant son of a bitch. He really is. (laughs) Mike's not going for a job at Red Bull anytime soon. Oh, I I applied for one. I applied for one last year. I, I will never get one now. And I won't want more because <laughs> we need your help with some 3D designing. Oh yeah, what are you gonna do? We need a new nose wing for an F1 car. You like your F1, don't you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever met Christian Horner? Like no, but I've talked <laughs> about him quite a lot. Um suddenly that you hear those like air raid sirens from like Kill Bill going off. <laughs> I I just what you there, Mark? If he interviewed me, I don't think I could restrained from telling him what an absolute fucking knob I think he is. I'd pay to watch that. I'd probably want to shake his hand and just say, mate, you're banging an absolute milf. Really? I think James, this is what would go on my head, James is like spitting his hand, shake his hand and then like fucking wink at him like, yeah. And then just walk away. I hate hate you but (laughs) respect you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, do we talk, you know, you've probably got it, James, in your notes, how much there was fined and what penalty they've had. Do you do you think that's too harsh or harsh? Or, or well, fine. So seven million pound seven million dollar fine and a wind tunnel penalty, which is a reduction of ten percent. He reckons, so, he reckons that represents between 0.25 seconds and half a second of lap time. Well, he's a liar, so let's not believe anything he says. Do you think that... <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit! Yeah. I need Jesus, a... Mexican every every time he talks on Sky Now, because obviously Red Bull aren't talking to him, every time <laughs> he talks on Sky Now, there should be a big red buzzer in the background, maybe built into the Sky logo... And it just says bullshit on it and a light goes off. 
you got all the graphics on the for- like when the- when you were in the driver's car and you got the halo there and you got all the little odometers kind of thing. You just have like a bullshit odometer. Mm. Yeah, just, and it, it starts talking. It goes from zero to. There's, there's one like thing. Subtitles by Mark. So as soon as you start speaking, Mark's subtitles come up on the bottom like, I'm a lying piece of shit. Fuck, fuck Mercedes. We were me. better today. <laughs> but the, the one good thing, <laughs> the one good thing I don't about need to speak to you. maybe not Sorry. talking to Sky is that A, Simon Lazenby has now lost his mate that they always seem to go to on pit, the pit wall. And Christian Horner always appears on Sky before the race, after the race, during the race, he might actually not be on our telly as much now, which is a massive bonus. Which is amazing. So. But going back to my point, James, do you think that penalty was fair, harsh, or well under what it should have been? I think it's under. But at the same time, I, I don't think anyone knows what they would have wanted. And I think whatever the outcome would have been, everyone would have still been underwhelmed. Um, That's a good point. I right. But I think um, they should then have, it should be the case of it's the fine plus whatever you fucking went over by. So if it was the two, was it 2.5 mil you said or something like that? 2.2. So the 2.2, so it, it to me, the fine should be nine, nine point two, and that should be taken off the hundred and forty-five mil for next season. Yeah, and it should, yeah, and it should be affecting the next cap. What do you Just think? The- the term? I think it was soft as shit. However, I was expecting it, and I lowered my expectations on the podcast previous. You did. It should be. It, it, it should be points. It should be no. points. You don't think it should be points? Uh, I, I think they should be banned from the championship for the season. Yeah, I think because they lose all that prize oh, yeah. money. No, I, no, I, I think obviously you can compete, but a bit like McLaren when they cheated with Ferrari, you just don't exactly. score points and you get the smallest garage, the smallest budget. Let's hit them. But I do agree with James. James made a really good point. Whatever, no one knows what they should have been given. That is a really, mm. really valid point. It's not mm. whatever that was given. No, everyone has all these crazy ideas, but deep down, getting serious, nobody, 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 nobody knows. knows. <laughs> no. And that's fucking scary. <laughs> you know, Adam, when we had this chat before, and you know, we was all going down the, you know, we should do what, you know, that it's a Melbourne storm and stuff like that, and you know, go right, you know what. Nil point for you next season and all that kind of stuff. I, I know we're talking, you know, NRL and rugby league and stuff like that, but it's what happens in them types of sports. So why can't it happen in Formula One? Why can't it have those kind of impacts with your if, with your points and your tables and stuff like that? But let let's face it with with, with those fines. If that fine went against the next salary, the, the next budget. Yes, that would then have implications further on in the next couple of years. And at the same time, the wind tunnel bit, I, I really hope that it does you know, make the difference of 0.25 and 0.5 seconds. I think the first thing I thought when I read Horner's comments there was, 
Well, that's all right, because the amount you fucking went over by was probably the difference of 0.25 and 0.5 seconds as well, you cheating dick. Yeah. I, I, I just think that it's now going to open a can of worms next season where every team's just going to go, do you know what? Don't yeah. Your Mercedes, your stuff like that, a lot of your big players, Ferrari, where they've got that fucking money just down the back of the couch, you'd be like, so I can go over the cap, I can do this. I've only got a fork out, seven mil. Did you hear one of his excuses why they went over? Catering, wasn't it? No, no. So basically, apparently the season before the budget come in, a lot of teams had basically ran with that's all they could spend as like a test season. You know what I mean? So they all did the budgets at 145 see if they could survive that season competitive and obviously some probably went over and then there was like right that's where we need to save next year blah 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 Horner said mm. oh yeah we didn't do that well whose fault's yeah. that whose fault's that exactly. it's, it's not the rest exactly. of the grids is it there was a really interesting uh, interview with it is it Gunther of Haas and mm. he said literally they've budgeted under the budget which You'd think that's a very, very sensible thing to do. So they'd have a they'd have a gap. They'd have like at the end of the season, they wouldn't be at the budget because they've they've budgeted all the way through. And I thought, yeah, that's really how it should be done, not fucking push the limit, push the limit, push the limit. But that's yeah, exactly what you were saying, Mark. That's what they're gonna do now, next season. Yeah. Uh, or they just Red Bull, I'm, and I'm not saying this is a Red Bull. Hater, but Red Bull should have been made an example of because they were the only team. I know we've asked him Martin as well, but them two should have been made an example of to scare teams off going over budget in the next few seasons. I mean, Audi now are coming in, in a few years, they'll probably say, you know what, we'll spend 300 million. Yeah, fuck it. We'll sell the team, we'll just sacrifice a season or two. And then we're back on back on the game. Yeah, boom, done it. Audi battery yeah. team. Yeah, yeah baby. Just brings the sponsors in. Mm. On that note, yeah. so we've run out of time, so we're going now. Yeah. Um. Thanks ever so much for listening, watching. I've got the clock here, Mark. We've still got six minutes and fifty seconds. That's plenty of time to go. I've still got some things. Do we do we take a break and come back? Ah, it's 10 o'clock now. Are they quick? Not really. Uh, Alonso comments. I mean, I'll quite happily talk about these for six minutes and then we don't have to do the predictions. (laughs) Should we save it for next week? Next week's podcast or? Yeah, let's save it for next week. Jit, Tony. Are you sure? Yeah, look, James is the host. He makes the call. I mean, the Mexico theme tune was fantastic. Don't know if anybody heard that. Yeah. You didn't hear Mark the Mexican what? theme tune? Well, no, you I watched have. it. No. It's just the theme, but with like a... Mexican. Oh, I saw it in qualifying with the Liberace band that did like the F1's music, didn't they? Yeah, that was good. Perfect. We need that every, we need that every week. It's also, in my opinion, the best podium where they kind of come through the floor. Yeah. Like fucking Superman. 
Um, and Alonso's comments, I thought, was really fucking shit. Max's titles are worth more than Hamilton's. I no. have a lot of respect for Lewis. Oh. I am going with James, what he said earlier about social media twisting stuff. This is twice it's happened, and I know Alonso should have learned his lesson, but he didn't actually say that. The reporter took the bits that made it sound like a story out of that interview. I did read well, that, and yeah, so yeah. yeah. I read it, and I think Alonso's a hater, but maybe not. Maybe I need to read into this more. Maybe you're a hater. Well, you know, it's, why not? You know, there's, there's only three drivers he hates at the moment. Why not round it up? Yeah. Twenty. See you next week. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Sit the hell there. You sit there and you listen to this. Yes, Daddy. So I like it when you call me Daddy. Do it again. (laughs) So we're going now. Marky Poos. You are with James. Go on. You had 41 points. Yeah. Uh, I was in the lead with 46. Yeah. Tony in second with 43. So, Mark, you went with Perez for the win, which I thought was interesting with it being Mexico. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max in second and Leclerc third. So, mm-hmm. you got... Nilpois. Nilpois. Tony, you had Max for the win, so there's a nice fat three points. You had Perez in second, Hamilton third, so you get a, a good, healthy uh, three points, which gets you up to 46. Me? Me? I had Max for the win. I had Hamilton in second. And I had, um, as Tony would put it, that shitty Mexican driver, Perez, in third. Mark, you're, you're, you're on my ass with my wife. Mm. He, he's the one that the, his, his wife is on him. Oh, no. Oh, whoa, whoa, hang on. Are you saying that Charlie... Right, I'll tell you what. Next podcast, I will get Charlie on here and she will give a witness statement that she has got nothing to do with these predictions, mainly because I pretty much just wing it and make it up on the spot. We'll do a but test next, next week. Don't you tell her your predictions and then just randomly shout at her and get her to do predictions on the fly and let's see if you match. Okay, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> All right. I mean, I was I was going to say wife's do predictions for the last race. That'd be amazing. But yeah, either way, it worked well for me. I got all three drivers, which is six points, and then because I got all three drivers, I get one bonus point, which totals seven mark, which puts me at 53. Damn it, with two races to go. Damn it. Damn you. You can still pass it if you get seven and seven, and he gets zero, zero. So should we save the predictions for the next race for next week? For Brazil? I think we should do it. Yeah. Let's do a, let's do predictions next week and yeah. have a little special one. So yeah, do a, do a, an in-between race podcast next week. With the predictions yeah. on. Yeah. Let's do because that. Because it's getting fucking serious now. Really fucking serious. 
I'm going to make up, my, I'm gonna make up my, some my, new rules. My uh, wife's I, vows. My wife's wedding promises are on this. Like, if this goes, if I lose. Yeah, only at I the moment. fucked already. Well, at the moment, mate, her vows are staying solid. I mean, you haven't got the shoey at the moment. Mark has. No, Mark, I, Mark is capable. He's very lose. capable. I need a week to his, think about my predictions. His, his, his quiz his in form is impeccable. So his, and his knowledge is, is like big brain. So. And on that bombshell. Hmm. <laughs> Good night, it's big break. Famous <laughs> uh, threesome who probably know about as much as cars as, as we do about F1. Um, that is it, I think. We all good? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. as always, folks, another massive shout out to Andy and the Cookie Crust, Cookie Crust, Cookie Cast family, famalam. Um, share the love, you know, pass it out to your, your dog walkers, your window cleaners, your mars, your dads. Sisters, brothers, cousins, your mistresses, whatever. Mark, stop tapping the watch. I've got 17 seconds left. I'm going to drag this out now. Um, But yeah, get everyone to listen to the podcast. Get everyone to listen to the NFL ones. And we will see you next week. Bye. Peace. (laughs) So there you go. What do you think to that? Another one done. More races than you can shake a stick at. Past races. New races. All the races. Did you like our little bit in the middle? It's a new thing we're doing here. If you like it, let us know. You can let us know by like, share, subscribe and comment. Drop us reviews. And uh, if you're feeling in the mood for a website, please jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. We've got social media links and an email button. You can get in touch with us and let us know how much you love this podcast. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome, you gotta like, share and subscribe.